By now, you've all heard of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, the latest book published by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. It's more than just another wine book. The fully updated second edition was inspired by students of the Vinitali International Academy and painstakingly reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. The benchmark producer's feature is a particularly important aspect of this revised edition. The selection makes it easier for our readers to get their hands on a bottle of wine that truly represents a particular grape or region. To pick up a copy, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello. Welcome. My name's Stevie Kim. And my name's Joy Livingston. And we are today talking to Juliana Colangelo. Who is starting a new show. Hey, Juliana. Hi, Stevie. Hi, Joy. It's great to be here. Where are you? I am in San Francisco, Oakland specifically. Uh, it's chilly over here. We've had some snow, which is kind of crazy for this time of year. Yeah, we're stuck here in the podcast booth with, with her dog, Lily. Hi, Lily. She just got grooms. She looks very skinny. Otherwise, she looks so fat. She's a Shih Tzu, and, and the Shih Tzus are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. All shits are really stupid. And she's not the, you know, sharpest one in the pack, I must say. I'll say my dog is too smart. She's a border collie. And uh, sometimes I wish she was a little more stupid. <laughs> anyway, so first of all, Joy adopted Lily. Because you know? Stevie told me that I should adopt her. Yes, yeah, so I forced her to adopt the dog. And she was like a baby factory, basically. <laughs> I mean, this dog was like comatose. She couldn't even move. I, w- I felt so bad afterwards. I was like, oh my God, I made her adopt a dog and she's like completely retarded. Um, yeah. And she wasn't <laughs> even like moving. I was like, she's going to die wow. soon. Whatever. So then it turns out she is, <laughs> and I gave her a name. Her official <laughs> name is Stinky Tofu. That's on her I love it. papers, her legal paperwork. It was the perfect name, no. I thought. She's stinky. And she, I thought, you know, it was cute, stinky tofu. Yeah, but it turns out, um, of course, her son wasn't very keen about the name. I wonder why. And so he named her Lily, and that's her name at the moment. So it's nice to have a dog in the office. (laughs) And she turned out to be the sweetest dog ever. I must say, except when she pees around the office. She doesn't pee. Your dog's pee. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Some of no, that stuff no. is new. No, new. And <laughs> I had to pull the rug out of my office. In fact, it's kind of a that mess That was right not now. my dog. Your okay, dog upstairs, my, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, my upstairs might have been my dog. But oh anyway, so on to the show. Welcome, Juliana. Yes, thanks for having me. So you, do you want to introduce Juliana? I, I certainly do. Juliana Colangelo, part of the Colangelo Group. You are the vice president. So you joined Colangelo Partners at, in 2013, and you had previous experience with events, hospitality, nonprofit development, 
And uh, during your time at Colangelo, you've led development of the California office, growing the agency's domestic presence to a dedicated office of 13 people with representation of leading wine companies such as Jackson Family Wines, Far Niente, Charles Krug Winery, Fully Family Wines, and more. And I could just keep going. But yeah, that sounds boring the I way know, you re- you've so read sorry. it. Anyway, basically, you got WSET3 and you have an MBA in wine business. Uh, from Sonoma State University. You're really smart. And um, <laughs> super smart. Sometimes. I'm sorry. You have all these like wine qualification. What the hell happened to your Italian wine ambassadorship from Vinitaly International Academy? This must be my old bio. I have that in my updated bio. I promise. I promise, Stevie. I mean, seriously. So disappointed. I might have to take that pin away from you. Oh, no. I promise it's in my updated bio. I'll get that over. That is the most important wine credential you have for Italian Wine Podcast. Yes, obviously. My Italian wine ambassador. I'll list it first before all the others. Oh, my goodness. So I met Juliana when she was like, I don't know. I met you like more than 10 years ago. Yeah, probably when I was just before I joined Colangelo. And you were were at the office. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. Your typical daughter saying, like, I don't want to work with my father. I want to go away. I'm so surprised you stuck it out. And, you know, <laughs> you, you are now vice president of whatever. Yes, there is hope. Yeah. And the next generation you know, at, at Colangelo and Partners, we work with so many family-owned wineries and, and companies. And we have that in our ethos as well um, with Gino and, and Michael, our, our partners, and my cousin works there as well, so family run uh, through and through for better and worse. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, a wild ten years, coast to coast, and lots of change and lots of growth for for the company for for me as well. But Crazy. yeah, like you said, I started you know almost ten years ago, mostly working on events. I was still working at Italy at the time, trying to kind of figure out life a little bit, um, but. I think making the move to California in 2016, just about seven years ago. Why did you move to California, you know, in the beginning? Yeah. Well, the agency, we always wanted to to, to grow and expand. Most of our business was in Europe. And, and we were thinking, well, what happens if the EU just all of a sudden slashes all its public funding and a lot of our clients aren't, aren't getting the, the funding they need to run their U.S. communications program. We need to diversify our client base. So we saw California, you know, as as a new next frontier um, for for the agency, and um, we were looking at ways to expand into that market. And uh, my uncle actually came up with the idea of of me moving out there and and setting up shop. I personally wanted to get out of New York for a little while. Yes, yeah, so Michael's the smart one, right? Yes, <laughs> he's be more. He doesn't look it, but he's definitely the smart one. He's got great ideas. Yeah, he's he's got good ideas. So uh, he had the idea of, of of me moving out there. And I had a friend, a good friend from high school had just moved out to the Bay Area. So I had some familiarity with it. I went out to visit and just fell in love with, with the area out here. It's incredibly beautiful, rich in nature. Yeah. So I, I, at first my response was, well, are you sure I can do that? And he said, why not? And I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. Let's see what happens. We didn't go out there with any five, 10 year plan. We just went out there and said, let's network and make a name for ourselves and and do the good work that we do. Um, and that's what we did. So it was myself and one colleague um, who was originally from California and she was looking to move back closer to home. We we moved out and 
got a couple deaths at a WeWork space. And, you know, here we are seven years later with, um, you know, a large dedicated team. And California has become one of the, after Italy, one of the, or neck and neck with Italy, I should say, one of the biggest pieces of business for, for the whole agency. So we've, we've really established ourselves in California as one of the leading wine communications agencies. Well, congrats. Thank and, you. And, and the diversifying the portfolio idea is really a great idea for Michael, I, I must say. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of the crazy brother because I always see him like in ripped up t-shirt <laughs> and also in his, on his bike. He's a big runner and biker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Super sportive, like the antithesis of Gino, actually. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Gino's like the fishing dude. You know, he has a fishing rod, just really? yeah, really relaxing. <laughs> but um, yeah. it works. So that turned out to be a really good deal. How many of you are out there now in California? We're close to fifteen right now. So we, um, oh. yeah, we we've got a, a great team right now, and. We have Michelle Erland, who many of you might know, also Italian wine ambassador. She splits her time between New York and California. She used to live in Verona with the Tortellini people. Yep, she did. She did. She spent a couple of years there. Yeah, so uh, we stole Michelle out to California to help us help us run things out there. Um, but, it, you know, it's a great community out here in the Bay Area. It's very wine-centric, obviously, being close to Napa and Sonoma um, and the wine industry. It's it's smaller than New York, so it's extremely close-knit, which I found moving out here as an outsider uh, easier to, to meet people, to network, to, to break in. Um, the industry was, was very welcoming to me, which I've always really appreciated. I have to laugh because there's someone out here who organizes a lot of the industry tastings. And every time he introduces me to someone, uh, I think this sums up somewhat well what, what we are as Colangelo Partners are doing out in California. But he'll say, this is Juliana. She works for Colangelo Partners, you know, her family's communications agency, and says, do you know Godfather too when they send him out west? That's Juliana. That's what happened to her. So, you know, the Italian-American trope, I guess, holds true there in, in some ways for us. <laughs> Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. So, you know, I know uh, right now you are scheduled to kind of not replace Steve, but taking over his slot at least, and also with the U.S. market. I know you've spoken to Steve this week, right? Or last week. Very um, grateful. He gave me some great advice for for moving forward, and uh, he's got big shoes to fill. So, what did he say? Uh, what did he say? He said, "Act and then ask for forgiveness later from Stevie if you have an idea." <laughs> so, that- <laughs> yeah, he's an old timer. He knows me. Yeah, that was that was one piece of advice he gave. No, but he said that um, really listen to to the, the listeners and the audience, and and try to figure out better what they want to learn about the U.S. market and what information uh, they would find most valuable. So, um, you know, I'm eager to hear, hear feedback from, from the listeners in the community and learn what questions there are about the U.S. market, um, where are there mysteries about how things might work here, or some intrigue in different personalities and people that exist in the wine industry. Uh, I feel fortunate that, you know, in my role in communications, I've been able to meet uh, some of the great wine writers in in the country here, but also the great producers, sommeliers, influencers. So I, I feel lucky to have the network I have, and I'm ex- really excited to to 
bring that network to the podcast. Actually, that was one of the questions that I had was you because you have a very different perspective because a lot of the other hosts on the Italian Wine Podcast are here um, or in Europe, rather. So right. you have this different perspective. You're doing masterclass in the U.S. as an American in the U.S. Um, talking about, you know, wine business um, between here and and there. So it gives you that different. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she's and I, okay, no, that is not what I want at all. <laughs> That's America. I realize that, but she has a totally different view. Yes, you're right. Steve, we love you. You know, I will miss Steve. <laughs> Steve, every single episode. Okay, some of them are like infomercials, like your dad, you know, like <laughs> used car salesman kind of episodes, but there were a few. Um, most of the episodes are, were incredibly insightful and um, informative for the U.S. market. So I really loved his show, and I really will miss him. Joy maybe a little bit less because he was a pain no, in the arse to edit. I absolutely love Steve. <laughs> no, Steve did this thing where he would be like, you know, going along, doing his thing. And then all of a sudden you'd hear, oh, Joy, hold on a second. <laughs> and can you go back five minutes when I say the word the and remove two minutes and then continue on and then cut and paste <laughs> like oh my god but you know what he's had a hilarious laugh he had the best belly laugh yeah, it was really contagious ever yeah. he really does yeah and steve will bring you know brought a wealth of knowledge from you know the importation side and the market side uh my experience lies more in communications and marketing. So I'll lean more into those topics in the, in the series, uh, including within, you know, our, our first few episodes, we've talked to um, Angela McRae about multicultural marketing and marketing to the next generation. We've talked to Jermaine Stone about using multimedia and video um, in marketing. So that those topics will, will come into play in a bigger way, I think, in, in, uh, in my show. Um, also, I'm hoping to, Stevie, to your point about what Steve did so great of really providing such insightful information about the market is start um, each each class with, each sorry, each episode with an overview of what, you know, the key takeaways are, which Steve, we have learned from you from doing some presentations at Wine to Wine. And then at the end, do a mini quiz to the podcast guests about the three key takeaways to try to really cement what we're trying to get out of each episode for the listeners. So I hope that format helps listeners really understand what the information is that we're imparting and and take take away some key learnings that they can maybe act on or bring back to, to their business. I, I love that format. Mm-hmm. I think it's very practical and all the takeaways. I, I mean, in the end, we want to help especially with your segment and as well as it had had been in the past with Steve's to give insightful information to help um, Italian producers, but really it's useful for any producers, the entire wine industry to approach, to broach the uh, American market. And I think that's what it's all about. And I'm glad that you are going to um, take the lead on this um, for from now onward. Who's your first guest? My first guest is my first recording was with Angela McRae. So I believe that she'll she'll be first. And we're we're dropping that episode one. 
Okay, so this uh, intro to you, Juliana, is going to come out March the 6th, and then the McRae will come out on the 13th of March, Monday. Okay. Exciting. So, yeah, we've got Angela McRae, Jermaine Stone, Peter Young, who was at Wine to Wine last year and wrote the book Luxury Wine Marketing. We had a great conversation. He's He's another smart cookie. Oh, so smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's, he's impressive. I'm absolutely he really is. involved with Peter's intelligence. Yeah. Um, I first met Peter when he was actually working for one of our clients. And then he, he left and, and just started working on the book and doing his own thing and his own podcast. And, and he's great. He's really interesting. And and like you said, Stevie's super, super smart. Um, we had a great conversation about the next generation of of luxury wine consumers and, and how we reach those consumers as, as producers. Um, and then I had a great conversation at, with um, Shelly Lindgren at A16, one of her restaurants in Oakland, and we talked about the market for Italian wine. I think she has a book coming out on Italian wine. She does. She does in the fall. We talked about the market right now in the Bay Area for Italian wine producers. I mean, so much has changed in the U.S. in the, the major cities since COVID. So I want to do a series with some key markets with sommeliers that are really and beverage directors and restaurant owners that are really integral to those communities. Just about how Italian wine is selling. You know what what wines are are selling are most interesting to to buyers to consumers. So Shelly and I had a great conversation, and then I hope to continue that that type of series into some of the other major markets, you know, New York, Miami, et cetera. I'm really glad you've interviewed Shelly because I really wanted to have her on the show because I saw her new book coming out. I hadn't seen her in a very long time. She came to be a judge for us like squillions of years ago, and I hadn't seen her since. So that's great that she's your interviewee. Yeah. And she's part of your room. Who else? Did, did, did you have any more? I have some people lined up to interview, but those are the ones where those are the four episodes that we're starting with right. for the launch. But I, I would love to hear Stevie, Joy, anyone that's on your wish list to, to hear from, from the U.S. market. All right. Well, we'll I'll, I'll have about 100. Perfect. <laughs> and you know, if there's ever any requests from the rest of the community. I just don't want you to take your dad, if you know what I mean. No, Gina. No. <laughs> I'll keep him off. I'll keep him off as long as I can. <laughs> I'm looking forward to listening to your first pod. Thank you. And thank you again for, for this opportunity. I, I'm really excited to launch the, the new podcast series. And I hope it's insightful for the listeners, but very open to, to feedback and suggestions as, as we go as well. And we'll be looking to the community to, to provide feedback also. Alrighty. That's it. I think we can wrap it up. Joy, yeah, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. And so we're going to look forward to Angela McRae being interviewed by Juliana on the 13th of March. So everybody stay tuned and we'll see you guys then. All right. Ciao ragazzi. Ciao Juliana. Good luck. All right. Thank you both. <laughs> okay. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cheat cheat.